Oh man, I wonder if Christina watched that uh, World Series last night. It was pretty awesome. Yeah, it was. I wonder if, if uh, Christina likes the new commissioner, Dave. You know, that'd be pretty cool. Can you hear me okay? Yep. So thanks for watching us, folks, tonight. Uh, make sure you guys love and uh, not subscribe, love share our video tonight. Um, you know, uh, we, we, we had Dave on earlier. It was great to see him. Um, are you ready for uh, the World Series Game 6 tomorrow, Glenn? Oh, yeah. After Game 5, that was awesome. Yes, it would be very cool. So make sure you guys share and love us, and we'll see you next time. Hi, Dave. How are you? Good evening. Very tired. Very tired. How are you doing? Doing excellent. Uh, I want to say almost good morning, but it's still a late night for you over there. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Um, uh, is it Haw Set or Hawk Set? Hawk Set. Hawk Set. Okay, excellent. Um, <laughs> um, if you guys don't know, Dave is one of the, uh, I guess you are self-titled. You, you did take the title of commissioner, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that one was I had no choice. No choice, yes. Yeah, so it's kind of given to you at some point in time. Uh, there were some suggestions from the community of what I should have been called, but um, fortunately this one was fairly civil compared to some of the other suggestions. <laughs> That's true. I bet, I bet you get a whole bunch of different names over the past <laughs> couple months, really, since the dispute system uh, has come aboard. And you, you have a unique position, Dave. Um, I guess, you know, uh, tell the, the Twin Galaxies community a little bit about yourself and uh, kind of a little past history, if you wouldn't mind. Okay, well, I'm, I'm from Liverpool originally, not that you can tell anymore from my accents. I'm in the UK. <laughs> I live on the, the southeast coast in a place called Essex, and I've been with Twin Galaxies since mid-July, so it's just over, just over three months now, really. And... Before that, I've done various interesting things to do with science, astronomy, planetary science, the public, public policy, uh, media, books, uh, you name it. Everything, everything to do with science and technology has been uh, what, what has got me going as part of my career. And one of my biggest hobbies has always been video games. And so now I've managed to get turn that into my job, which is, which is great fun. But I have uh, quite a lot of experience relevant experience in, in world records. I've done some work with Guinness for the last 17 years. I was um, the full-time science and technology editor from 2000 to 2005. And since then, I've been the main freelance consultant for everything science and technology. Very cool, very cool. Um, and before we get into your I guess new role at Twin Galaxies. Mm -hmm. uh, you, you, also, you had some awesome picture on the uh, Twin Galaxies webpage uh, with you and Walter a long time ago. Yes. What was that yes. about? Well, do you want the, the condensed version or the actual version? Hmm. That's uh, ah. I think I think I think everybody watching wants the actual version. Uh, the condensed versions, all right. <laughs> okay. So in in two thousand and four. I was still full-time at Guinness and looked after everything to do with science and technology, which included video games. Now, Guinness hadn't published really anything to do with video game high scores since the late 1980s, which was when there was a, a, nice, a nice agreement between Walter 
and Guinness, and Guinness did exactly what they do now, which was you know, lift scores from twin galaxies and, and publish them. So that ended in the mid-19 or late 1980s. So in 2004, I was invited to this um, DreamHack convention. It was a LAN party in Sweden, and I invited Walter to come and help. Now, the reason that was is because I always knew that video game high scores were going to come back to Guinness World Records. It was going to happen. So I'd been looking into how we would do this, and I'd been researching Twin Galaxies. I'd been on the, the website and the forum at the time, and I don't know if anyone remembers the, the forum was it was a black background uh, compared to today, and a lot of the uh, old times you see around now were all active there. So I spent a lot of time researching Twin Galaxies and, and following the forum. So it was perfect timing to scope Twin Galaxies out. So I said to Walter, why don't you come along and help me adjudicate this world's largest land party? So that was a smokescreen. The, the real reason I wanted him there was so I could see what he was like, see what Twin Galaxies were like, and see if they were up to scratch to be able to be to, to work with Guinness World Records again. So Walter came along and he brought Billy and Brian and Dwayne with him. And we spent a, a nice weekend um, so, sorting out these world these world records at, at the the land party in Jönköping, Sweden. So Walter was a real trooper, as as were the other guys. They really worked hard and impressed me. So came back to London, reported to my superiors. Yes, thumbs up to Twin Galaxies. Let's work with them. And now here we are. So that's quite a condensed. That is wow. That's that's an awesome story too. Um, so your newest, newest role, like we said, is uh, commissioner. So I guess you're, I want to say you're, from what my viewpoint, uh, your biggest responsibility is to go through, I, I, I would like to say a turmoil <laughs> part of the website, but it, it's definitely a needed part of the website to, uh, I don't want to re say restore credibility, but add credibility to all the existing scores in the database. Um, I guess, what is it, What is your role in your words? Um, well, you could look at it in various different ways. The, the way the dispute system works, if you look at the discussions that are happening, and there are lots of them going on now on, on the system, some we've, we've concluded, some we haven't, a lot of these discussions were happening anyway, all over the internet, the conspiracy theories and name-calling, and we, I think we decided to get it all in one place where it can't be edited, it can't be deleted, and let's get the discussions done once and for all and put to bed some of the conspiracies and some of the rumors if we can. And if it turns out some scores were bogus, then we'll deal with them. That was the idea. Excellent. So my role in all that is to kind of moderate and kind of be judge and executioner, so yeah. to speak. It's... Um, People vote, people come and dis uh, people can raise disputes about any score they like if they have a certain amount of credibility. And then people vote and people discuss. And at some point, someone has to press the button to say yay or nay. That's what I have to do. But I do this based on what people have said in the discussions. I do my own research, quite a lot of it. And of course, I discuss things internally with my colleagues at Twin Galaxies. Excellent. Yeah. So you are the, you have the gavel. You have the gavel for the final. Yeah, like you said, executioner on some scores, and um, it, I I like it. Like I said, that's why it's, that's why I feel you are. I mean, there's other aspects of the website that need a commissioner, yes. but you are actually the first person that actually 
you know, gets to, gets to actually lay the law down in some port. And, and it is needed. I mean, I like the com I like the community-driven tracks, the community-driven uh, adjudication and transparency. Oh yeah, it's and like you much said, better than it used to be. when it comes to the dispute system, put it a dispute system in place where nothing can be deleted once said, which is very very important. Um, well, it's full accountability. I mean, yeah. You jokingly said, hi, uh, Nick, how you doing, Dave? <laughs> yeah, this is Nick. Um, sorry, I've been in the back room the whole time, but um, especially reading through a lot of the forum posts, in one of them you jokingly said, uh, you know, why don't you write one of the rule sets in Latin because it will literally be saved for the rest of time. And it's, um, I thought that was funny and you were joking, obviously, but it is true, and that's what I think lends the dispute system to have full credibility is that it's not like something gets disputed and then it disappears and then maybe a year from now people will be like, wait, I thought there was a different score on here. Or <laughs> something like, you know, the, we're not hiding. You, you guys are not hiding from anything. This is what is happening and this is, I like that. I think that's the only way you could do something like this. Mm -hmm. okay. And I, I can't think of any, any other organization anywhere which is being so open about its history and its database. We. We really want to get things fixed. I mean, it's only a very, very small fraction of the total number of scores are going to have problems with them. But as we have so many scores, we need to find out which ones they are and see what can be done about them. And sometimes that's deleting them. Sometimes it's getting them onto the right track. And we have plenty of cases now where it looks like typos have been made. And changing a score on the database or deleting a score from the database is a big deal. We take it very seriously. And we realize that everyone's score to them is one of the biggest things they have. It's their Mount Everest. It's their Apollo 11. So we're going to we treat treat them with the respect that they deserve. That's for each and every score. Now, um, I, I know that when the dispute system started, obviously there's a couple scores that people have been talking about for a year now. But the okay. unintended consequence, and did you guys see this coming? was within the first week, people were disputing their own scores. Did you yeah. guys anticipate this, or was that a surprise to you? We didn't really try and do much of the anticipating, other okay. than that it would create a lot of activity, and it would ultimately get the, the database 100% sorted. So there have been some interesting scores where people have disputed themselves for, for honesty, and that's great. And we want to encourage that kind of activity because you know, every every score that we can fix is an extra point towards us. So I didn't anticipate that part of it, but I think it's it's a great it's a great reflection on the great community we have as a whole, in my opinion. Have you found discussing it in the forums and with people? Have you gotten a lot of good feedback that way? And has that have been a good way for you to converse with the community? Oh yeah, it's such a. I was really looking forward to. Getting into get, getting to know the community. It's such an interesting community, and there's so so many great people. Uh, a lot of egos, a bit of smack talk, a bit of good banter, which sometimes goes a bit far. But that's true of any. That's any a, yeah, it's a competition. You got. I mean, course. come on. I mean, uh, us here in the World Series, there's stuff going on the past couple of days uh, over here. In baseball. I say it is a video game world record site. It is nothing but competitive people. Yeah. <laughs> like that's all it is. <laughs> Uh, that, I, I think that's I think that's really good, and I really was looking forward to getting to grips with that. And if you look at some of the disputes, the we've had members literally taking apart arcade machines and 
getting close up and examining different different parts and different connections and doing proper analyses. I think that's awesome. We couldn't have done this without the vast array of expertise we have among the, among the membership and the passion. And when it when push comes to shove about some of these scores, it's amazing how professional and grown up and intelligent some of the conversations have been. There have been a few exceptions, but that's to be expected in, in any internet forum. But on the whole, it's been incredibly productive. I'm not, a, I'm not here to be an expert on every video game in the world. It's never going to happen. But fortunately, amongst the community, we have all the expertise we need. No, and that is the beauty of this community is that, and a lot of people, like we run into that a lot with scores not getting adjudicated for a long time. Mm-hmm. And some of them, it's not that people are ignoring the scores. It's just if you don't know yeah. that system, if you're not familiar with it, it's especially from the way it's been set up where it's user-based. You don't want to just look at it and be like, well, it seems like it's good. Like they have set the bar a little higher than that, you know. And yeah. I, I know it's frustrating for some people, especially for some uh, people who are just joining the community a lot. But um, it, I know it. I think it's ultimately a good thing. But I definitely see the frustration. Um, no, I can understand it, but I think if things are going to be done done well, they need to be done properly and yep. conscientious. Some things take time. Um, the alternative is to go back to having paid referees, and having paid referees like we had in the past is one of the reasons that we need the dispute system now. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. <laughs> is there? Do you anticipate like maybe six months from now? Or I mean, obviously, you can't look too far into the future that and i know mike already touched on it a little that it won't just be disputes will you be considering maybe rewriting full track systems or anything like that or um i already read a lot in the forms of you already kind of maybe starting that up sorry what was the full track systems i mean uh rewriting how track existing tracks are would you i guess sorry it was poorly asked would 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 Sorry, okay. No, <laughs> would you be thinking about rewriting existing tracks, just editing them, or starting over with a new track, even though it's the same thing, just to make sure all the grammar's proper and then it's cleaner? Oh, we want to make make sure everything is clean. Okay. A lot of the way people have, have written tracks in the past, they've done things in a hurry sometimes, and it often shows in the rules. We want to get. I want to get all the rules cleaned up. We, we all want to get all the rules cleaned up because some of the rules specific tracks are impenetrable unless you're already one of the top experts in that game so someone who doesn't know about that game come into the rules so things well how do i do this it's you you, uh, you need to look things up on the, on the on the web to find out and that's no good the rules should be clearer in all cases but that's a lot of rule sets it's going to get done yeah <laughs> there's a couple so that there should be removed Possibly, <laughs> based off of uh, spite. Well, uh, and I mean, based off <laughs> some of the some of the the uh, rule sets that are in there, you could blame Mike and I yeah. <laughs> for about two years ago, uh, jokingly saying, "How come you just don't do this?" And then someone would write the score and be like, "Okay, like, yeah. shoot, I guess that was our fault." Yeah, but. Who can eat fifty wings while playing yeah, Contra? We, so we do apologize for some of the lousy scores in there because they are definitely <laughs> our, our doing. <laughs> uh, 
chicken and chicken wing one I like. As as a, as a staff member, I'm not allowed to submit scores, but at least I'd, I'd like to try and practice that one a few times. The exhibition. Yeah, yeah I haven't done that one yet either. You, your controller is pretty fantastic uh, feeling after you're done playing that one. But. <laughs> <laughs> or don't go past the first pipe when one Super Mario. Verse. That one was like yeah. wildfire. Yes, that one. Well, that one. Oh well, my that gosh. one actually was a creative track as it got people to use Game Genie yeah. in a creative way. So. Well, you were Game Genie was encouraged. Yes. Yes. And strong. these are jokey tracks, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I like the jokey tracks. I think um, they put everything else into a little bit of context and. There's a lot of serious stuff going on at Twin Galaxies and amongst its community, so I think the occasional record which gives people a chuckle is is quite correct. That's exactly how I have always um, written for the the main Guinness Book. So you can take a very serious science and technology subject, and then you um, find something amusing but relevant just to take the edge off the 100% seriousness of, of, of the topic. On the news in the UK, I'm sure you have it in the US as well, um, you often have a bit at the end of the news called And Finally, where they give mm -hmm. a funny story about, I don't know, the panda that can't get an erection in the zoo. Or, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing really bad has happened that day. So I like to think of uh, some silly records a, a little bit like that. And we should, we should have some. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> I feel like our show is 52 minutes of the And Finally. Yeah. And then we're serious for about eight. <laughs> <laughs> the world records. The world records, they're exactly. actually verified by everybody in watching the show. <laughs> the, the only thing. We don't have the disclaimer anymore. But no, is, because the views could be directly They could viewed. be directly tied to Twin Galaxies. Yeah, sometimes we're sorry. Yeah. But, but you yeah. obviously, but you've been part of uh, Guinness since, uh, was it 2005, correct? Well, two, since the start of the century, actually. Oh, it has uh, been the start of the century. Okay. Freelance in 2005. Oh, okay. But I was full time from 2000 to 2005. Which I have to assume means it wasn't just all video games. No, it was uh, video games were a very small slice of my pie. So I did everything from genetics, uh, astrophysics, geology, chemistry, all the main sciences, most of the world of technology. So civil engineering, nuclear engineering. Uh, you name it, uh, a lot of aviation stuff, marine engineering, anything science and technology that went into that book, most of it came from me for, for, for that period. So computer, it was, I had to juggle quite a lot, but a lot of these subjects have things in common and it was, it was, it was fine. It, it was fun and it was just nice to be able to bring video games to the forefront again. After you know, while I was working there, you know, I did. I didn't know we were going to end up, or didn't know Guinness were going to end up doing a whole separate book about it. Yeah. But it clearly how much demand there is. So that, I think that's terrific. What's yeah. What's the grandest um, thing you've ever witnessed? Oh, um, that would have been the first privately funded manned space flight in July, June or July two thousand four. Um, Mojave Desert, and that was when uh, Bert Rutan and Scaled Composites, with funding by Paul Allen of Microsoft fame, yeah. uh, launched Spaceship One from underneath White Knight. Um, it got just above the Kármán line into into space. They didn't go into orbit; it was a suborbital flight. Um, I was the I was the judge for that, so that was that was quite impressive. Uh, being at being at the at Mojave, what's now called Mojave Spaceport in the, in the high desert, it was a little bit like. A cross between being at Kitty Hawk, where the Wright brothers flew, and at Woodstock, 
because there were thousands of people turned up. There were groupies and T-shirts, and yet this incredible uh, achievement in human spaceflight was unfolding in front of us. It was, it was incredible. That's that's um, awesome. It's very cool. No, that's I mean, it's stuff like that, and obviously we deal with video game world records, but people are always. I mean, the the name Guinness yep. has a lot of credence to it. Um, mm -hmm. Is there is it the same level of accomplishment that you can tell like look on people's faces when they accomplish something in genetics opposed to setting like a world record on a video game can you just see that is it always like a competitive spirit exactly or? it's exactly the same that's you cool. uh, I, I, there have been times when i um phoned up some of my contacts and contacts and just congratulated them on the nobel prize for physics for example and their reaction is exactly the same as when someone gets a top score in a video game. It's it, they they get their kick out of it. I mean, people don't go into those kind of jobs for anything other than the they do it for what they love, and that, that completely comes across when people have these kind of achievements. That's that's, that's cool. what I figured. I'm, and I will admit, I am a science nerd. I'm not saying I'm good at science at all, but I'm incredibly fascinated by astronomy and physics and stuff like that. And I love listening to our national public radio here in the United States does a lot of great audio documentaries. And I definitely have noticed I love listening to physicists and astronomers talk about stuff because yeah. these are men and women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and anytime they're talking about something they're interested in, it is like going to a video game convention. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. They're so excited about this thing that's incredibly complicated, and I don't even know what they're saying most of the time. But just the, hearing that enthusiasm and that passion in their voice, it's got to be... I get pumped just listening to it, so for you to actually be with these people when they're doing it, it really it's got to be pretty thrilling, I would think. Oh, absolutely. Uh, some people say you could never meet your heroes because they are quite arrogant, but actually because most of my heroes are from the worlds of science and technology, including astronauts who've been to the moon. Um, I've been very fortunate to have met quite a lot of my heroes, and because of the fields they're from, they don't tend to be full of themselves, they have nothing to prove, they're relaxed and they're comfortable, their ego is under control, and I've gone away with my uh, socks charmed off by some of my heroes, which is, which is great. How did you get first? How did you first get involved with Guinness? Was it via? Because I did see you worked for the BBC for some time in the late nineties. Uh, yeah. So Guinness came after the after the BBC. The, the Guinness job was actually one that was advertised in the newspaper, and I thought, wow, I could oh. do that. That sounds great fun. It's been unusual for me to in my career for me to have replied to job adverts to get jobs I often because I've done so much freelance work over the last decade or so yeah uh, and the Twin Galaxies job didn't exist so this one came out of my contacting Jace originally okay very cool now when it comes to uh, well I guess track a little bit back to the dispute system I know we, we don't know but how, how do you are, do you go through every dispute or is it once a certain amount of yeses that people feel it's a valid dispute before you get into it or before you get your hands dirty i want to say i get my hands dirty straight away so okay. before anyone's voted i need to see what the dispute's about have a quick assessment see if it's likely to be an easy one or a difficult one and of course any that have gone through the modern adjudication system where there's footage all available there they're going to be the easier ones if it's something from 1984 where there's, there's 
the evidence was all done by referee on videotape, VHS. That's going to be more difficult. But mm. that's fine. I also need to be able to ask questions, technical questions about the game that's being talked about. So I, I have to do a lot of research to brush up onto that. But what's not to love? I, to, I, get, I get paid to read read about video games, and that's <laughs> great fun. But it, it, it means that by the time enough people have voted, I already need to be on the ball to be able to help a decision to be made, whether that's by asking stupid questions or literally, in the easiest cases, I can it, you can see that the community are dead right, everything's unanimous, the evidence is all there. Sometimes the person whose score is being disputed uh, comes along and chips in and says, yep, this score should go. They're fairly easy, but we still have to make sure we jump through all the right hoops because what we don't want is for in 20 years time someone to come along and start questioning why this or that score disappeared we'll be right back to square one that's why it all has to be there in black and white on the website no that's in mike and i and glenn obviously have been dealing with certain <laughs> scores for the last couple of months and yeah. that's always been my ultimate um answer to all of it and it is often most of the time not met very uh pleasantly but yeah um i always said them like if you can't take a score out because what if and i don't care what the reason is for the what if if the score ever that got taken out like you said someone eventually gets it again that's the disaster that yeah. is like the end of the dispute system almost it can't ever happen it can happen zero times and it hasn't happened yet. Yeah, exactly. But it's such, it would be awful. And that's, I think, one of the problems that some people either don't want to hear or don't want to think about. Yeah, that, that it takes time. You know, that's, yeah. That, 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 that's, the, that's the sad part of the reality. But I know since it's on the internet, everyone thinks it's instant. But there's research to be done. We're talking about old scores. We're talking about scores that before the internet, before people had affordable videotaping capabilities and you just trusted somebody's word at that you're, point. To, to put it into murder investigations, you're talking about cold cases here yeah. that haven't been <laughs> talked about in 35 <laughs> years. Like some of these things, if there's evidence, well, man, it's it might be there, but it's going to take some time. It could take, it could take years. years yeah. It really could. Because you... Yeah. I mean, some might never be resolved, but that's... Yeah. that's we anticipate that might be the case with some, but at least if things never get resolved, all the questions that need to be asked and should have been asked are all there for people to see. And you never know. There've been some disputes already where I've been pressured by members of the community to, to get them done, get them finished. And I've always thought, no, there's just not enough has been said. And then surely enough, a week or so later, someone comes up with another great bit of evidence. And what you have to remember is the the community members who are doing all this hard work, doing all, all the discussion and debate and bringing forth their expertise. These are mostly people who work and they're here for a hobby. So you've got to give them time to, to do this. And actually some of the investigations required for disputes might not be the most fun part of being at Twin Galaxy on the Twin Galaxy's website. People want to be doing their scores. They want to be submitting. Uh, they don't necessarily want to be acting like a, a member of a court all the time. So it's a part of the, it's an aspect of the website we now have. It's not going away. It's a lot of effort to, to get it up and running. And people seem to like it. Some people get a bit impatient or, or frustrated. That's fine. I can live with that. It'll be, they'll be happy with the results more in the long run if we give everything the time it needs. 
No, I agree. I've never. I guess I don't. I don't see what the rush is. I yeah. mean, really, especially because we've been part of the community for uh, quite a while now, what eight or nine years. And I mean, this is this was being talked about when we joined. So I yeah. assume people before had been talking. Jace to, owned it before yeah, I was somebody else before owned it. multiple yeah. owners. So it's funny. We like it's only been live for like three months now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like you guys. It takes a little time here, and at the same time, like the fact that the fact that there's a commissioner, Mike has been joking about it, but he was actually being serious. Yeah, he was being serious. Somebody needs to make a decision. Someone yeah. has to make a decision. So really, to even have this like actually come to fruition eventually is really pretty astounding actually when mm -hmm. you consider mainly where you consider where we were less than three years ago yeah a non non-functioning database the site wasn't even live yet mm -hmm. so the fact that we went from having a site being live Functioning properly, growing the community, and implementing, allowing as many tr uh, more scores than ever before. Yes, being adjudicated, allowing users to uh, create new tracks yeah. without referee. Uh, what do you want to call it? I can't think of the right word. Well, but interference. interference yeah. You know, if they don't like a game or they don't like a rule set, or everybody can yep. participate, and the demand for the track will determine how popular it is. And then we have a dispute system that was in shambles nine, seven, eight years ago. Yeah. And it's fully functional, in my opinion. But like you said, it is going to take some time. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. I think it's going great. That's good. No, and I obviously it sounds like you're having a good time with it too, um, and we definitely saw uh, a lull there for about six weeks. Um, to, to call the dispute system popular is an understatement. Um, <laughs> the, the, people weren't adjudicating anymore; they were only paying attention to the dispute system. But I feel like I think we finally have leveled off yeah. over the last two weeks. It seems like it's there's still obviously a lot of interest in it, but it seems like the everyone's gotten used to it now. No. Um, I don't see quite as much of the impatience and the complaining. Not that it's going to go away, obviously. Yeah. Um, There'll always be an element of that, but that's not going to bully us into uh, making decisions that we shouldn't. No, and that's yeah. that's really good to hear. Yeah, and like what, da what Dave said earlier too, the big thing about the dispute system, being on a jury all the time, I think yes. that I think that part is waned into it because I know I would I was in there the first two three weeks and I was reading all I'm like oh yeah and then I realized a couple weeks later I'm like oh that this is not fun it's as much as I know it's needed. I just limited myself to like reading two disputes a week or something like that. I'm like, I, I gotta do my part there. Yep. I gotta go back to adjudicating, try to create something for the show. <laughs> you know, but. Well, no, and that's obviously for us it's difficult, but um, things definitely got contentious there for a little time. And we don't, that's not what we want. Obviously, we don't want that on our show because it's not fun even remotely, but. It, it keeps it hinders people from wanting to come to the site anyway. Yeah. So um, we're very happy that it seems to have maybe found its level, which is yeah, nice. A bit of a constant. Of course, we could remove credibility and then stand back and Armageddon happen. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're coming forth at the right kind of rate, and we're getting through them at the right kind of rate. And people seem to be happy with how we're resolving them so far. Again, it's a, it's a complicated thing, it's a complicated system, and it's all linked into the database, so everyone's scores get recalculated. Yeah. If a, if a score goes through, it took a lot of work 
under the hood to get this done. And yeah, we're, we're pleased with it. I know that the dispute system was promised first by Jace Hall in around well, early 2015. I, is the earliest reference I found to it on the forum. Yep. So yep. we've been waiting that long, but they should already be good at being patient. <laughs> exactly, at that point. Um, so that, it's awesome that you're uh, part of the, I guess, team I guess, yes. at that point. Yeah. Um, you cannot submit any scores. I guess you do have an interest in video games. What games specifically do you, do you enjoy playing games? Do you still play games today? Is there any favorite yeah, well, game that you have as a gamer? I grew up near uh, one of Britain's largest arcades on, in, in the seafront in Merseyside. So I was always hanging around the arcade uh, when I shouldn't have been, when I was small. Um, I was then a victim of home computing coming out, so I got a ZX Spectrum awesome. when I was about nice. 11, 12. Of course, that was to help me with my homework. Like, like That was why everyone got one, but of course it was completely useless for homework. What it was great for was for games. So instead of arcades, my friends and I would start gathering around someone's house, whether it was mine or someone else's, to play Commodore 64. Oh. Or, or, so that happened. And, and these days I play PC games. And the kind of games I prefer are, are like sandboxes. I like these vast open world sandboxes where you can do what you like. I play video games these days to relax. I don't do it competitively at all. Excellent. Which, which is fortunate because I'm, I, I wouldn't want to submit any scores. Okay, and you can't, you can't submit scores, right now. No, you're, uh, you're a staff member of Twin Galaxies, which is one of the things we said multiple owners again. So many, you need, so many you times. Because people, a lot of people go, Mike. Well, maybe you should be the commissioner. And part of me is like, well, the first thing is commissioner. The first rule I would make is. I can no longer submit scores. That's the most important. Or head referee. Even when there was referees back in the day and they asked me to be head referee, that was going to kind of be my first rule as well. Head referee shouldn't be able to submit scores. That's a conflict of interest. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, when we first started doing the show and we're first part of it, we always thought that was like the ultimate no-brainer thing and like people disagreed with us and we always were like, like we don't mean to, be, we're not being jerks or anything. We're just like, it's pretty obvious that you shouldn't be able to submit scores. And they didn't agree with us, but. Exactly where that came from in the past, because in, in the past we didn't have the adjudication system, which is like a, you know, peer, like a journal peer review. Yeah. We didn't have that. And we needed people who were qualified enough to, to judge whether or not someone's submission was, was valid. And guess what? The only place to get that pool, to access that pool of people was from current champions so it was the only way it could have been done there was no alternative other than to not do it at all and and then we wouldn't be here oh yeah so that it was the nature of the beast it had to be done that way we'll never do it that way again and of course if you have all your referees who are 100 percent trustworthy and 100 percent good at what they did there wouldn't be an issue now but it still would have left things open to question which mm -hmm. is what we're seeing now so we don't want to be in that situation Yep. No. Something was better than nothing. Oh, no, definitely. Yeah. And obviously, the thing that has allowed this website, like, we've talked to especially younger competitors, who, competitors yeah. who are, I wouldn't, I want to say they're the most impatient because that's broad brushing and it's also not true. But um, a lot of the younger competitors uh, are, they get impatient with how long the adjudication process takes. And we're always like, 
It's less than a month. Like, do you, you don't realize how amazing that is. And the fact that anyone can go to the site and watch the record. Like, yeah. this is so brand new still. Like, that idea, that's why when anyone gets impatient with how it goes, I'm like, I can go to the website and watch your world record, and it takes two minutes. I'm like, before it was a VHS tape, and you had no idea six months in if it was ever going to even get watched. So if it even made it to the right or place. Or if it even yeah. made it to the right place, exactly. So I still think the site works amazing. but It's pretty impressive. So much going on under the hood of that website. So much functionality. So many things you can do. It's It really is state-of-the-art, which is why little bugs happen every time changes are made yeah. or big changes are made. And we find them, we fix them, and there are still people I've promised that we'll get this fixed for them and that fixed for them. I assure them that it's still in the to-do list. It hasn't been bumped down, but the to-do list keeps all growing in all dimensions. And for anyone who's worried that it's not going to happen, I always think we should publish a list of everything that we've done in the last few months, and then people would bow down in, in awe at, at what exactly we've done. Because people take for granted sometimes some of the effort that it takes and don't realize. And if they did, then they'd be quite amazed yeah uh yeah and i'm one of those people trust me I, anytime i have a complaint i'm always like mike it's not working and it's like work not work for like one day and then <laughs> the next day it's fixed and you're right I just, <laughs> you just take for granted how well run this machine is yeah, well, now, yeah, that's the thing. once something works so well for so long yep. and then there's just one little hiccup i mean reliability is a huge thing in someone's mind yeah, for no, of course, it's no different than you typing something in on your mm -hmm. phone and it not working the second you hit the button. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous that that's where we are now yep. as a society, but it is. Like people who, I, I, I like to tell people this day and age what it was like trying to load a Spectrum game back in the day. You had to put the cassettes in the machine and press play and load and you'd get five or ten minutes of horrible white noise. Some of which people actually like that white noise. And you'd go and make a cup of tea, go to the restroom, come back and this game still isn't ready and if it fails to load you have to start again yep if it start again and that's the way it was i'd almost like to see some of today's kids have to go through that if they wanted to play their favorite games i think it would cause a revolution i don't think yeah i was going to say they wouldn't <laughs> do it no, i mean in that the concept and i think back to it it's funny with just when i bought my nintendo my original nintendo and that's even a little more advanced there were some days brand new it just didn't work <laughs> like, mm -hmm. I, no matter how many times i put the game in and a lot of the times it'd be like that's why i didn't play it i still played it a lot but there was days where i was like well i guess i just can't play today because mm -hmm. it's not working for whatever reason and that is definitely not a concept anymore like things yeah. just always work which is weird so when they don't work for 30 seconds, it does yeah. genuinely feel like, oh my gosh, the world I is cannot believe this doesn't work, which is not true. Should, I think people should try playing video games on the internet over dial-up. Oh, oh yeah. I started doing that. I think, I, think yeah. I actually broadband for the first time was to, so that I could play computer games over the internet. But you can, you can remember what it was like. You had that noise, that special noise it did when it was connecting uh, via, via the modem and trying to do voice chat over anything like dial-up, it was impossible, but we've come a long way. Yeah, we've come a long way. I mean, Nick used to play Duke Nukem and uh, Doom over dial-up. Uh, dial-up, dial modem. 1,400 baud <laughs> modem, tying up the phone lines for the parents. <laughs> yeah, luckily we had two phone lines in my house, so I could talk to Mike on 
the other line and we could play the game on one. <laughs> of course, only after like 11 o'clock or whatever it was. Yeah, but, it, was. Um, it was fun. Just doing that, I remember. It was like the coolest thing ever. And it, but it took a while. It would sound like it was some instant thing. Yeah. But oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was five minutes at least. Oh, yeah. Easy. Well, thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for staying up. <laughs> oh, oh, hope we didn't keep you up too early. I do want to get you to bed yeah. here a little bit. So um, I think it's going to happen now rather than earlier on because now we're at least stuff to talk about. What's that? You you cut out. You just, just bro- you broke up. A your little last bit. sentence got cut out. I I know we were trying to set this up for a while. But I think it's better to have done this later rather than earlier because having been here for three months now, we've had some more stuff to talk about. Yes. Yes, we did. No, there's no doubt about that. So, But thank you so much, and we really appreciate not only you coming on the show, but uh, all the work you've been uh, doing since, well, since the beginning of the oh, summer, man. really. You guys do a great job as well. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you very Thanks, much. Dave. We appreciate it. Okay, brilliant. We'll speak to you soon. Cool. Yeah. Have a good one. You too. And uh, Dan Cerny here has a, uh, a score from Mappyland. Oh, jeez. This has been sitting in the submission queue for a long time. Decently long time. Yeah. 626,700. Uh, I don't know if that's a good score or not. We just want you guys to uh, vote on it and kind of discuss and push it through quite a bit. Do you agree, Nick? Yeah, no, I totally agree. And obviously, like we always do here on Lost in Adjudication, like Mike said, we're not saying it's a good score. We're not saying it's a bad score. We're just sick of seeing it in the queue. So check out Dan. This would be Dan's first world record, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always, I always especially like to do that. Yes. And like we've already mentioned, Mark Cohen. Yep, Mark Cohen, uh, King of Pawns, got a score. Wow, this is, well, I can understand maybe the hesitation. This is uh, Pinball FX3, the new game for the PlayStation 4 and Steam. Jaws is a new table, so maybe there's people out there that are, you know, kind of, uh, you know, they, they don't know if there's any glitches in the table. Or they don't want to watch Mark Cohen get the inaugural score. I don't know what the issue is, but it's been over a month old. Um, so why don't you... Wow, Pinball FX3 has been out for a month, and we're still... I know. Still, I haven't played it yet on our show. So but, but uh, yeah. so why don't you guys just uh, take a look at that, because uh, it's needed. So. All right, folks, you guys, the community, you know, you're the ones that make it an actual record book before our guest that comes on later tonight. Yes, Who's going to talk about disputing those scores that have been adjudicated. Mm-hmm. But, you know, those world, you know, the world records that we read, yeah. you know, sometimes there's other world records waiting in queue. So now it's time for another segment of Lost in Adjudication. And the problem with certain scores that weren't in there already mm-hmm. they do like um we will mention in a minute you guys aren't voting on them yep mm-hmm. you're not voting on the scores mm-hmm. um but of course if you think you can beat any of those world records mm-hmm. that we just read head on over to twingalaxies.com 
If try you're not nice score. up, yeah, try to beat Mike's score. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people, you've had uh, a lot of scores getting beaten lately. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, no one's beating Glenn's scores, but mm -hmm. um, which is good. But, uh, yes, like we said, if you are part of the website, fantastic. Go uh, either set some records or go adjudicating. Um, if not, head on over, you know, sign up. You always uh, dispute my scores. That's yeah, very true. true. So, yeah. yeah We're going to have the commissioner on later on to yeah. talk about Mm -hmm, yeah. No, that is very true, Glenn. Yeah, no one's beating Glenn's scores, but they're definitely disputing. They are they're pre-disputing. Yeah, they're pre-disputing. That's right, pre-disputing. <laughs> Got to get yeah. that credibility up. Of yes, of course. Yes. But um, yeah, of course. And speaking of uh, speaking of the community. Mm -hmm. And we got Brandon Fitton from Texarkana, Texas, a new world record on ATV off road. Fury Prode Eco Dome Arena, a lap attack, fastest lap of one minute seven point seven five seconds on that original PSP. Nice job, Brandon. Yes, nice going, Mr. Fitton. All your, uh, you know, we did see a fishing score from Brandon last week, which was nice. It's good, to, good to see the lunker back. Yeah, well, I, I like the idea. Now he's. Got getting on his ATV going back home with his, with his Oh, catches. with his equipment. I didn't even think about yeah, that. That's pretty, pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, nice going, Brandon. Yes. And Brilliant. we have Jason Newman from Drive Shaft Hawaii. Oh, hey. hey There's yeah. one. <laughs> on the PlayStation Portable. Look at that. Ridge Racer 2, Time Attack, Shuttle Loop Highway, Fastest Lap, NTC Pale, which shouldn't even be on there. 34.65, is that right? Yeah, 34.656 seconds, so nice going. Nice job, Jason. Mr. Maybe that's what we could ask the commissioner in our, later on in our show tonight. Yes. Can he re-edit? I know that we're, I mean, that's one of the questions we got to ask him tonight is yeah, about. Yeah, the um, it, Well, no, the rules. Can 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 the track, is he going to be re-editing tracks for grammar? Oh, good call. Or clarification, because... I know NTSC slash PAL would mean, well, either one is good, but can we just remove it altogether? Because it seems a little more, um, yeah, at that point. No, we I shop, Jason. We should write that down. Yeah, we should write that down and ask the commissioner later in tonight's show. Yeah, I'll probably forget and ask it wrong. And we have Terrence O'Neill from New York City on the Sega CD Formula One World Championship. Beyond the Limit, NTSC, Free Practice Circuit. Giles, Villanueva, Take a <laughs> breath. Canada, Montreal, not California. Fastest <laughs> lap, one minute, 21.99 seconds. Congratulations to Terrence. Nice going, Mr. O'Neill. Yes. From New York City. New York. Not Yankee, Texas. Yeah, they don't have that coach anymore. Nope, they don't. They don't have him. Who are they going to get? Brad Osmus. It's so ridiculous that they got rid of him. It doesn't even make sense. It makes no me. sense at all. So Terrence is probably in pain. I would think so. Uh, he could be. Uh, he just got world, oh, no, he got world record, so he's probably yeah. happy. Oh, yeah, he's, he's happy as hell. And we got, uh, oh, wait, whose turn is it? Oh, it's my turn, I guess. Do it. We got Rodrigo Lopes from Pensada Catarina, Brazil. That's why you wanted to give it to me. Yes. Uh, getting in right here on Angels Night. Trick Aww. or treat. Three stars, pumpkin, 181,000 and... 10 points. Nice job, Rodrigo, on that beautiful Android system. If you got a cell phone, you can beat his score. Yeah. Or just the tablet, too, you know? Yeah. Whatever runs Android OS or whatever that means. Hey, Glenn, do they call it Angel's Night where you're at, too, or is it still called Devil's Night? They call it Halloween. 
Yeah, but the night no, tonight. Tonight, the night before Halloween, or do, is that just a Detroit thing? I think, I think that's a Detroit thing. There, Pretty buddy. sure it's a Detroit. Thing. Oh, is that just from our riots and our burning? Of course, it's a Detroit thing. Well, yeah, the night, Farmington. I would say the night the night before the Halloween in Detroit is called Devil's Night, aka Angels Night. The, it's actually called the uh, night before Halloween here. Yeah, we call it Devil's Night. Yeah, really, so. it really should be nothing. But <laughs> October thirtieth. Yeah, that's a, we have our own holiday. That's what most people call it. Yeah, we got uh, Glenn Sampson from Newfoundland, Canada. Uh, bet you he doesn't call it Devil's Night. Nope. <laughs> On the Atari <laughs> Twenty Six Hundred VCS Tax Avoider. Taxes. I should let Glenn say it. Oh, wow. Tax avoiders. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. You have beaten the system. All right. I thought you were going to say taxation is theft. Well, that's, that's <laughs> well, it is. And he avoided it. Oh, so he like won, technically. Yeah. yeah. He uh, he avoided the theft. Yeah. Uh, game yeah. one difficulty B on the <laughs> NTSC settings. $909,500. That is Wesley Snipes needs your help. <laughs> that is a hefty sum to That be is a avoiding. tax deduction, folks. That is yes, an itemized is. tax return. <laughs> so ridiculous. <laughs> Sorry. Well, it's pretty ridiculous yeah. that there was a tax game, called game tax avoiders, for, yeah. on the Atari 2600. It's a pretty ridiculous name. Uh, but congratulations, Mr. Back, in, back, back when that game came out, that's a lot more money than it is Heck today. Heck yeah, it is. Tax code's way different. Yeah. Actually, that really. was before the 87 tax bill. That's right. Or the 2017 tax bill. Whatever, every 30 years. We have Jared Oswald <laughs> from Saxon, Pennsylvania, on the Nintendo Wii Band Hero, Dirty Little Secret, the All-American Rejects, Base, Easy Points, 98,919. Congratulations to Jared. That's going, Mr. Oswald. It's hard for me not to... We live in America. <laughs> a famous Oswald in this country, sorry. Oh, I see. <laughs> I don't want to, but I think I just did anyway. Sorry yeah. about that. This is what it is. I think Mike Janine does every time. We got the man, the myth, the legend, John Brissy from Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Another world record on Daytona, USA. But Cold Trickle didn't play that yeah, was game. <laughs> uh, Sega Dreamcast, Time Attack, Desert City, the mirror track, which means going in reverse. Fastest race of three minutes, 5.203 seconds. Nice job, Jonathan. Nice. The myth. The myth. The legend, legend. Yes, legend, yes, legend, yes. Legend. Who else do we got? Got the spider. Mr. Blair, Roger Blair of Mountain City, Tennessee. On the PlayStation 2, in television lives. That's what it is, right, Mike? Or lives. Oh, it's lives. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, I would hope it's in television live. Yeah. NTSC settings, super pro decathlon, 110 meter hurdles, fastest time, 14.23 seconds. Congratulations, Mr. Blair. That NTSC thing is, I mean, because all television games were the same, weren't they? They didn't have a television mm -hmm. fail? Yeah, well, here's the problem, though. <laughs> PlayStation 2, though, has a different frame rate. So the games oh, are different it? on the okay. PlayStation 2. So when you play the Intellivision Lives disc on a PlayStation, it's possible that the emulation is slower okay. in PAL. So for ah. you techies at home, yeah, because the Intellivision, yeah, the Intellivision is the same both regions. Okay. But for PlayStation 2 is not the same for both regions. Okay. Is anyone else 
is obsessed with NTSC in pale frame rates as you and I, or, or is there is there other people? There's got to be other video nerds. Okay, I, I, there's got to be. And it's they, very and they watch our show. Oh, that's good. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. And we have Ryan the Jacket Janot from Aurelia, Ontario, Canada, not California. TurboGrafx 16, Legend of the Hero Tone Mod. Points, 98,700. Congratulations, Ryan. Nice jacket, buddy. Nice, nice job, going, Mr. Geno. Yeah, making that jacket look good. TurboGrafx 16, we haven't seen that in a long time. No, it's been time. a while. Well, there's a lot of loss in education, which we'll get to uh, shortly. A little bit later. Yeah. World records! World records in one! World records! World records in one! World records! World records in what? We got those world records playing video games! Latest video game world records adjudicated at TwinGalaxies.com And without any further ado, I know we're talking a lot here about baseball and we got, we got a guest coming on tonight. Um, Who probably the, doesn't know anything about baseball because yeah, he he's from uh, the United Kingdom. Yeah, he probably knows a lot about yeah. football. Mm -hmm. uh, Mr. Uh, Dave Hassett, I hope I said it right. We'll, yeah, we'll, ask, him, we'll ask him a little yeah, bit we'll later tonight the... on the show. But we better get to it. We're running out of time. Time for the latest video game world record celebrated at TwinGalaxies.com. Yes. Yes. I am Michael Stroka. I am joined here by my co-host, Nick Hauslander. How mm -hmm. are you, Nick? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Mike? Also joined by my other co-host, virtual co-host, yeah. Mr. Glenn Updike. Glenn, how are you? We can see you again. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's going good, man. Great. Are you rested? Did you stay up late last night? Yeah. I hope you guys had a fantastic weekend, though. <laughs> it was awesome. Watching the World Series game... Three and five. I mean, four was good too, but I mean, game no, game two. I'm sorry, no, game two was ridiculous. Three was good too. Three was decent too. But last night's last game, night. oh, oh my god, god. that was <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, unbelievable. Very rare. Yeah, I was, was it. Awesome. Anyone? This whole series has been awesome though. No, and honestly, the whole playoff has been really good. I mean mm -hmm. that Astros Yankees series was ridiculous. I mean it really was. It was mm -hmm. it was pretty incredible, and the fact that the Astros were a game away from elimination and now they're a game away from winning the championship is yeah. unreal. I mean what yeah. twenty two home runs in the World Series so far? That's that's insane. It yeah. doesn't even make sense. I mean the, it was thirteen twelve last night. Yes, it was unbelievable. Anyone who says baseball can't be exciting. No, it, it they, is. Yeah, yeah. In some years, yes, the World Series won't be exciting. It'll no, be lopsided, but it's pretty awesome. And you guys have lucked out that uh, uh, Dave, um, well, I forgot his name now. It's Hawksett. Dave yeah. Hawksett's come on the show tonight. Mm -hmm. If it wasn't for him, we'd be definitely be playing baseball. Or we'd oh, be yeah. playing it tomorrow night, but it's Halloween. So we're not So if gonna... we can't find a Halloween baseball game... We're probably not going to play baseball, so you guys might have lucked out that we're not going to play any more baseball. Well, we'll find a we'll, way. We'll find a way to squeeze MVP baseball in. It depends on if the Astros uh, win tomorrow night. If yeah. the Astros win tomorrow night, maybe it doesn't make sense for us to play baseball on Wednesday. But if Game Seven is Wednesday night, 
Well, wow. it's kind of hard yeah, for us to do. We're going to be watching the game. It's going to be really hard for us. We're going to literally have it in a window. No, I know we are. On the screen. Wednesday show could Wednesday be Wednesday show could useless. be useless. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it should be a tape show. Oh, that'd be kind of nice. Oh, Maybe. Maybe. What do you think? I don't know if I can do that. Maybe somebody can. We'll yeah, figure we, it out. I'm not getting sued by MLB. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, oh, excellent. I didn't even show in the travel video earlier this year. Mm -hmm. I took my own footage of the game with my video camera, and I didn't even have the guts to use that. <laughs> I was about to air it, and I was like, mm, yeah, I don't think I'm going to mess with Major League Baseball. That's not worth it. Yes. I used the audio, though. That's true. But, yeah. But, um, no, I can't wait for tonight's show, man. Hi, folks. Welcome to Settle It on the Screen Live, the late night show oh. to entertain and inform you about the world of competitive gaming. Um, mostly about high score chasing at twingalaxies.com and if you folks don't know by now twingalaxies.com has been tracking video game world records for over 35 years they're coming up on their 36th birthday maybe we'll celebrate that of course um so that's pretty good so without any further ado coming at you live from the detroit studios in downtown farmington who it's Settle It on the Screen Live! Tonight's hosts are Michael Soroka, Nick Houselander, and England. Joining us tonight on the show is Dave Hawkset, the Commissioner of Twin Galaxies. And of course, we'll have all the latest video game world records from TwinGalaxies.com. What's going on? Previously on Settle It on the Screen. Oh, we got Terrence Wong from Australia, a new world record on the basketball minigame on Facebook. High score of 25 points. We used to talk about that all the time. It used to be like the hottest thing about six, seven months ago. Will we see 26, 27? I got a smartphone now. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys might be in trouble. Android submissions, here they come. Mike, I have a present for you. You have a present for me? Jeter? Jeetzal. Jeter on a jack-o'-lantern. Look at Jeetal that. Lantern. The Jeetzal. And they need him now. Now we're just going to have some fun. Uh, we're going to play some Dark Chambers. It's one of my childhood games on the Atari before my parents sold it without asking me, but that's okay. Ooh, look at that, folks. Our whole budget was spent on that CG graphic. Yeah, all of November's budget. We yep. may not be here in November. That's uh, all through Thanksgiving right there. Yeah. I don't know why I decided to spend the money on that. It's not even a red cartridge. It's yeah. kind of like well, off green. But it's no 3D. I wouldn't know. My parents bought this for a dollar at some like thrift store in like 1991. Todd Rogers is the world record holder on this game. Something crazy like 953,500 points. Nice mug, Nick. Oh, thank you. I think the first next 10 minutes of the show need to talk about your boo mug my boo mug it's on the other side oh i thought it was actually a pac-man that's why i got it mike because it's halloween and it kind of reminded me of pac-man yes we so. will be halloween freaks until halloween absolutely hi folks thanks for joining us here i hope you had a good weekend tonight on the program we're gonna have the commish the actual commissioner of twin galaxies on the show dave hawkset uh we'll have the latest video game world records 
And uh, yeah, we're gonna talk about baseball probably at, at some point. So stick around.